Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impacts of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Amen. Amen. Are you excited? Are you happy? No, are you happy? Are you excited? Come on, why don't you give the Lord a shout? Come on. All right, all right. Let's go. Where would I without your grace? Sing, I be lost without your grace. Sing, how could I without your grace? Sing, the life that I have is by your grace. I am oh, by your word. You gave me Now the chains are broken Come on, I am saved I am saved by Oh Your mercy found me Sing I have life Sing with me. Sing, oh, let's take it from the top. Sing, where would I be? Where would I be without your grace? Sing, I, I'd be lost without your grace. Sing, how, how, without. Your grace, the life that I have, it is by your grace, and I'm for by your word. You gave me chains are broken. Mercy 
mercy, your mercy. New every morning. Come on, amazing, amazing. Your grace, your grace, say. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. It's amazing, amazing. Your grace, your grace, say, come on, oh, oh, oh. mercy, thank you for your mercy, Jesus, it's amazing, amazing, your grace, come on, oh, oh, oh. Jesus, it's amazing, amazing. Come on, your grace, your grace, save me. Your grace, save me. Your grace, save me. Thank you, Lord. Wow, somebody say, Wow, amen. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, in chapter 5, the Bible says that angels, thousands of angels, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of angels, they bow before the throne of God, singing, worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, amen. And we're just about to sing a song today that is called, worthy is the Lamb, hallelujah. For the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid, bearing all my sin and shame. In love, you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love, Lord. Thank you for the nail-pierced hands Wash me in your cleansing flow Now all I know is your forgiveness and embrace What is the land? it up the throne Son of God, Jesus, the darling of heaven, worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, sing thank you for this love, Lord. 
Thank you for this love, Lord. Those nail pissed hands. Sing, watch me. Now all I know is your forgiveness, Lord. Forgiveness and With a grateful heart, 
with a song of praise, with an outstretched arm, I'll bless your name. Thank you. I just wanna. I just wanna thank you, Jesus. Oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I come before you today. I come before you today. And there's just one thing that I thank you, Lord. I just want to sing on with a grateful heart, with this song of praise, Lord, with my outstretched arm, I want to bless your name, I just want to. Because you've been so good to me, my Lord. I just wanna, I just wanna. Oh, I wanna thank you, Lord. Oh, for everything you've done for me. Lord, you've been so faithful. I just wanna thank. I just wanna thank you. Yes. Yes. Worship the Lord. Just say something to him. Oh yes. Ten thousand words, it wouldn't be enough. If I had ten thousand lives, that wouldn't be enough. But with the one voice I have, I will say, if I had 10,000 words, that wouldn't be enough. If I had 10,000 hands, I couldn't do enough. Lord, if I had 10,000 lives, that wouldn't be enough. But with the one voice I have, I will say, and I just yes, because you've been so good to me, Jesus. I just want to. Thank you, Lord. Come on, 
on church, why don't you give the Lord a clap offering and a shout of praise. Show him that you're grateful. Show him that you're thankful. Show him that you're happy to be in a new year. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. Let's go. Are you ready for this one? Hey. And he's lighting up the 
across the aisles and welcome a friend. Amen. Oh, sing it over me. I'll sing it over me. He loves us. Sing it over me. I'll sing it over me. He loves us. Let the brother sing, let the sister shout. He loves us. All are welcome here, join in the chair. He loves us. He has brought us to his banquet hall. And his banner over us is love. And he has brought us. With his precious and his banner over us is love. So sing it over me, I'll sing it over He loves us. Oh, sing it over me, I'll sing it. He loves us. 
let the brother sing, let the sister shout. He loves us. Oh, all are welcome here, join in the church. He loves us. It's over me. It's over you. It's over us. Never ending. I said it's over me. It's over you. It's over us. Never. Come on, sing with me. Let's go. I said it's over me. It's over you. It's over us. Never ending. I said it's over me. It's over you. It's over us. Never end. Come on. Sing, sing it over me. Let's go. Sing it over me. I'll sing it over you. He loves us. Sing it over me. I'll sing it. He loves us. Let the brother sing. He loves us. All are welcome here. He loves us. He loves us. Amen. 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 Are you happy? Are you blessed? Are you excited? Then why don't you take your seats in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Do you know what, what's coming up next? <laughs> that also wasn't very exciting. I thought you liked the testimonies. I don't have to do it, you know, I can sit back down. Okay, so it's testimony time. I would... I would dance, but I don't have the moves the way that Pastor Ben does, so I think, um, yeah. Dear Bishop, I have been healed of severe pain in my gum. Have you had pain in your gum before? Look, if you've had it before, you know that it's not easy. Okay, so, Bishop, I couldn't eat or even speak properly. Wow. It was so painful. Tonight, as you prayed, the pain just disappeared. I feel no pain at all. God bless you, Bishop. Clap for Jesus. And let's welcome Pastor Ben. Guess what time it is? <laughs> Thank you. Um, fantastic. Well... The testimonies continue, amen, because God is a good God in this church, amen. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. I want you to clap your hands and welcome our brother, Femi. Hello everyone. <laughs> Hi, uh, um, my name's Femi, and I'm a part of the setup team. And my testimony is <laughs> my testimony is about duality. So um, a bit about myself before joining First Love. Um, I grew up in a Christian household. Um, me and my mum 
and our family went to church every single Sunday without fail, you know. Like, even if you said you were sick or, I don't know, you had plans, like, no, you're going to church, it didn't matter. So, yeah, um, so when people would ask me what religion I was or what faith I was, I always said I was a Christian, but it was like my life would never really mirror what I claimed my faith was. So um, throughout secondary school, um, me and my friends will be getting into trouble with teachers, you know, um, getting into fight with people in other year groups. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and, and I carried that same mentality at home. So I was a good boy in the house. Um, made sure the chores were done, made sure mum was happy, you know, because you know African parents, they don't take disrespect <laughs> in the household so, at all. So, yeah, I made sure that I was respectful, but as soon as I left my house, um, it was like my attitude, the way I was, everything changed. So, um, I continued down that road, and um, around when I was 15, 16, year old, 16 years old, I decided I wasn't going to church anymore. Just using excuses like, um, no, it's not important, or I'll still have a relationship with God regardless of if I went to church or not. So now um, I did that and I think that decision to do that um, was a big change in point in my life, a turning point in my life because it was like what was happening in the world and what my friends were doing, their voices became a lot more louder and um, their influence became a lot more greater on me. So I started doing a lot of things that I didn't learn from growing up. Like, so I started smoking weed every day um, selling drugs, even breaking into houses. Yeah, all of these things just to make um, quick, quick money because that's what I held in high regard at the time. So um, fast forward to July 2015, I met Ade and Dwayne. Um, they live on the same road. I knew Dwayne from before, but I had, at this point, I didn't know that he was saved at the time. So um, <laughs> at this point, I didn't know he was saved at the time. So... Um, yeah, so they invited me to their church, and I was quite taken back because I was thinking, in my mind, I thought they were still living the same kind of lifestyle that I was living at the time. So I came to church that Sunday, you know, first impressions team, like, welcomed me with a smile and a hug. So already I was thinking, like, yeah, this is a good, this is a good church. You know, I was already thinking, you know, <laughs> this is a good place. So, <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, um, I remember just being blessed by the service from start to finish, you know. Um, Bishop was preaching on He That Have at the time. And if you guys know, it's a very empowering, encouraging series. So, And one thing that I hold on to is that um, he just kept on emphasizing on how he loves to preach to young people because they have time to change and they have time to be used by God. So for somebody that um, prioritized the wrong things for so long, it was very encouraging and I actually decided to give my life to Christ that same Sunday. And um, as I've been coming, God has just been working on me, you know, like through the messages, through the preaching, like it's just cleansed my mind from all the delusions that I had from when I was back in the world. And like my outlook on life is just completely different now. So um, I would say that if you're struggling with like living a double lifestyle or you're not fully committed into the church, I'll, I'll, very, I'll, I'll strongly encourage you to just get stuck in because like, ever since I've been coming, like, it's just blessed me in so many different ways. And honestly, I don't know where I would be if I didn't join First Love because the route that I was heading down, um, it wasn't where God intended me for be, to, to be. So like, if you're struggling with this, like, it's a new year, you know, this is our year for greatness. Yeah. You get me? So, <laughs> so 
like, how can we now be one foot in and one foot out when God has so many things for us waiting in the future? So, yeah. The sinful flesh It's the flesh at work Greater love has no man Than to lay down his life for us God's love has to deal Has to deal with it God's love is not just an emotion God's love has to deal to deal with it who can be saved and be changed without God's love you must understand that all men have sinned and fallen short and the wages of sin is to die cause of sin and go to hell what can be done is there any hope? Greater love had no man than to lay down his life for us. God's love has to deal, has to deal with it. God's love is not just an emotion. God's love has to deal, has to deal with it. Who can be saved and be changed without God's love? We've been trying hard to find salvation by doing good works We've been trying hard with human effort But good works cannot save our souls Whoa! God's love has to deal, has to deal with it God's love is not just an emotion God's love has to deal
to deal with it God's love is more than just emotion God's love has to deal, has to deal with it Who can be saved and be changed without God's
Your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares, oh no. It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God. The lovely voice of God. Your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares, oh no. It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God. Ooh, the lovely voice of God. beautiful that was beautiful well we've come to a pivotal part of the service we've come to a blessed time amen tell your neighbor it's time for the word tell your neighbor make sure your ears are open make sure your heart is open and make sure you're taking notes amen are you ready to receive the word of God are you ready then I want you to stand to your feet I want you to shout with Jesus joy. Clap your hands and welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Hallelujah. Thank you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this blessed afternoon. Thank you this and for this great opportunity to be in church and to be in your presence, Lord. Let your will be done. Heal us, strengthen us, direct us. May we be encouraged, Lord. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit, Lord. Let understanding prevail in this service, Lord. Thank you for your blessing. And thank you for revelation that we have in your holy presence. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God said, Amen. amen. Say your best amen. amen. Fantastic. God bless you. Take your seats in his beautiful persons and you're welcome to church second Sunday in 2017 wow are you glad you are a Christian and are you glad you're in church it's a blessing to be in church this is a year of greatness it's a year of greatness and uh, I believe this year you shall be great how many of you believe you'll be great yeah you'll be great you'll be famous you'll be significant you be valuable. Amen. God will lift you up. Amen. Enter into greatness this year. Amen. Enter. The gates are opened. Amen. So it's for you to enter. So um, for some few Sundays, we'll be talking about greatness. Wow. Isn't it? We're talking about greatness. And um, last week, I started sharing with you on greatness through shepherding okay so i want to continue with that today how you become great as you are shepherded 
Amen. So that you can enjoy the blessing that God has. Greatness is from God. It's not, it's not anything to do with arrogance or pride or um, self-promotion. Um, the scripture says, the scripture says in Luke chapter 1 verse 15, um, what does it say? In Luke chapter 1 verse 6, it says that for he shall be great. This is talking about uh, John the Baptist. It says John the Baptist shall be great. And the scripture says that um, of those, of those um, who are in the kingdom, there shall be none that John the Baptist will be greater than. Do you understand that verse? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, saying that, it's, a, it's saying that anybody who is born again is greater than this great prophet. And this is a declaration about this great prophet that he shall be great. He shall be great. But the least in the kingdom of God shall be greater than this one. The smallest guy, the smallest guy in the, in the kingdom of God, in the born-again kingdom, shall be greater than this person that is so great. Are you, are, you, are you seeing what the scripture is saying? For I say unto you, among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. But he that is least in the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom that you belong to, once you are born again, you are in the kingdom of God. That one is greater than the great. Look at Luke chapter 1 and verse 32. So greatness is biblical. That's why I'm reading these passages to you. Again, it says that he shall be great. This one is talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who, who the scripture says that is the firstborn of many brethren. Firstborn of many. He's not, he's not like an only child. He is the firstborn of many brethren, many brothers, many brothers. I'm sure the sisters will be included. And many brothers and sisters. Okay, he's the firstborn. He's the first one. And the first one, the scripture says that he shall be great. So with these two scriptures already, you can see that your destiny is greatness. You are destined to be great. That shall be your portion this year. Everywhere that you have been a small boy, you shall be a big boy. Any terrain that you have been a small girl, you shall be a great girl. The sisters seem to believe more than the brothers. So it is your year of greatness. Greatness. And you have to, you see, you have to believe. You have to believe, you have to learn, you have to learn how to believe and to receive. Because, because things that great things that happen in anybody's life. Great things. If if you are if you are a little bit analytic, that is, if you think deeply, it's a blessing to think deeply about things and to analyze things. You shall start thinking deeply. Amen. You will discover, you will discover that there isn't much of a difference between you and that great person that you know. And you will discover that the difference. The thing that makes that brings about a difference is something that is attainable by you. You can achieve it. You can do it. You can do it. When, when you read, when you read even the Christmas story, and you think about it carefully, as Joseph says that an angel appeared to me in a dream, 
you know, many people have slept and when they dreamt, when they woke up, they have forgotten about the dream. As long as they wake up, they start thinking about tea and oats and, and, and something else. And they have forgotten that as they were asleep, God was speaking to them. God, if only, hey, if only when you woke, you woke up, you had said, today, God has spoken to me, today, you will see the difference that will be in your life. You see that sometimes you see uh, prophets and great men of God speak. When they speak, it's like some fantastic things have happened in their lives. But what has happened to them most likely happened to you, but you despised it. You didn't, you didn't, take, you didn't take much notice of those things. You felt it was, it was nothing. You felt it was not, you felt it wasn't, it wasn't anything. You felt, okay, I mean, okay, I was in the church. I felt, I felt cold, but I think it was cold that day, so that's why I felt cold. But if you had believed, if you had believed, what a difference would have made in your, made in your life. You are believing from today. Amen. I said, you are believing from today. Amen. Little things that people say to you. If you're talking to someone, you're talking to your pastor, someone, this will be saying something perhaps even casually, but God is speaking to you. God is speaking to you. God is giving you direction. Sometimes you'll be there, someone takes, a minister, a pastor takes interest in you. And perhaps it rather causes an irritation. Or you don't take it serious. As you ought to, you, you turn into arguments and debates. As you, somebody like you, you get, you get the opportunity that come and serve God. Then you start giving stories. It is, it is your level of conviction, faith, and believing in the things of God. So it, 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 leaves, you, it leaves you as an insignificant person. But there are people who receive such interest like a young girl says that a young boy is interested in her. You see them, they have more faith with that than, than believing in spiritual things. Because now you see, the guy is not even interested in her. He's just, he's just a nice person. But they have taken it personally in the apartment that I am the one. He has chosen me because, only because last night he sent a good night message. Good night. He said good night. Because he said good night. You started shopping for a wedding dress. I said to one pastor once, I said to him, one pastor brother, brother pastor, yes. I said, stop saying, stop saying uh, individual good nights. Put it on the group chat, all of you, good night. Because your good nights are creating problems and confusion. Because there seem to be a few airbags around. Do you know airbag? A bag that has air in it. Yes. So, any signal you give to such person, the person feels, hey, hey, he thought of me. Look for my number. Sent me good night. You see, before you send your good night, the person is thinking about you already. 
That's what a lot of brothers don't know, that the ladies notice them before they notice them. That's what a lot of brothers don't know. They think they are the one. You think it's by chance. That we, we say, if the, the, we say, let's welcome each other. <laughs> then we start singing, I love this family of God. Then when you turn around, you think it's by mistake that as soon as you turn, first person to welcome you is somebody throwing her head. They have a way of throwing their head. She just throws it so she can give you a hug. One hug she's coming to give you. One, no, no. Before she gives her, she throws the hair. Yeah, she throws it before. And when she, you that, she throws it again. You think it's by chance. It's not by chance. As hair is being thrown in front of you. Like drug bar about to score a goal. Ninety <laughs> percent of the time they've seen you already. You have the reason why they've joined the church. They joined the church in hope. Yes. And the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Why should it be cut off? May you receive why you join the church. May you have it. Every good thing. If it's evil, we are here. Shabadiba labradiba kalabo kastata. But I'm talking about good things. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to like somebody. So there's no law against it. Never feel bad you like somebody. Never. Let them, don't let anyone make you feel bad. You didn't know. <laughs> you should like. Why not? Anyway, how did I get into all these complex stories? That when, yeah, when you see, you, see so the least, you have more faith in another brother taking interest in you than a minister. Someone who is guiding you to, get to, to, to develop yourself in the things of God. And to do more for God, you should count yourself lucky. You count yourself lucky. Someone will talk to you about the work of the ministry. You should count yourself lucky and blessed that the discussion that is being held with you is about the work of the ministry. You should count yourself lucky and blessed. Because Mary, Mary, when the angel appeared to her, you, you should see her language. It's like, it's like me, someone like me. How can God have such thoughts about me? You should see how she thinks of herself. But perhaps the people who never became great like Mary, when God tries speaking to them, it's like they are too, you like you are too important than God. It's like you have a better agenda. And better things to pursue and to do than to serve God. But, but Mary, Mary, 
An angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And then what did she say? And when she saw him, she was troubled, saying and casting her mind what manner of salutation this should be. I mean, it's like, it's like, see, the, see, the person is disturbed. That me, me, why should I be chosen? Why do you think me, someone like me, why would God want to use me? A 2016 girl, she would think that she has more important things to do and she stays in insignificance. But that will not be your story. Amen. I said, that will not be your portion. Amen. You shall rise up into significance. Amen. You rise up into greatness. Amen. There should be nothing that is more important than serving God. Hey. Or doing something for God. You should leap for joy. It seems God has chosen me. It seems, it seems God has shown interest in me. Dreams, individuals, your pastor, your elder, someone comes to you having a discussion, it should, it should, it should light up something in you. That something great, that greatness is being introduced to me. Greatness is being introduced to me. Something great is being brought to me. Instead of being dull and sleepy over it and thinking that, you know, I have other things. I have exams to write. Exams. Papa. I have this to do. You don't have this. I have other things. I'm already, I'm already engaged. There is no room for God. There should be room for God. Can you imagine Mary explaining to, look, I've just got a beloved. Like some of us would, would, would say, I've got a beloved. You know, my beloved, our wedding is, then you are saying that you are now coming to impregnate me. I mean, what, what, it's like, are you not destroying my life? No, you think of it, ladies, you think of, of yourselves. You start looking for wedding dresses two years before your wedding date. Two years, two years. Start looking for a wedding dress. Because he said he will marry you. <laughs> I knew someone. Anyway, okay, let me not tell you. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. You're a woman, think of it. You have a beloved who's about to marry you. Then an angel has come. An angel has come. Saying that we have to interrupt this plan for a while. You are going to be pregnant. You are going to give birth to somebody. <laughs> you are spoiling, you say, angel, you are spoiling my plans. we tell you wait a bit about this religion wait wait a cool off a bit look at look what you become like like I should wait he said I should wait he said I should wait I should wait for what we are doing it (laughs) 
for thou hast found favor with God. You, if you're not careful, you even laugh. You are fine. It's like, is this favor? It's like the favor I found when I met Joseph. That's the favor. Favor, are you now coming to announce to me? I have found favor. You and that boy, somebody dare not come up with everything. I saw you in a dream and you were you look like you were not happy. You say, Hey, I will look one day. One day, someone said to uh, one of our lady pastors, because that lady pastor was not married, and went to talk to this person who is divorced now, as I'm talking. That you know, it's like, Take your time. Do you know what she said to the lady pastor? She said, Do you think I want to be like you? Today, the lady pastor, she is married, living happily ever after with her children. This one that she tried helping, it's it's all tend to scramble. Do you know scrambled egg? She said to her, "Do you? It's like, do you think I want to be like you?" She said, "I would rather." I would rather listen to. I'm not in great making up a story. I can dial her number for you right now. Right now, I can call her for you. She said, She said, I will rather, these are her words, I will rather be married and unhappy than be single. Mm. Do you think I want to be like you as you're walking around with your, with your skirt and blouse up and down every Sunday? <laughs> she really faced her, I'm telling you. God to encourage her, don't worry, don't mind it, okay? Today she's what she said she would prefer to be. I'd rather be married and unhappy. So she's there. He's there. He's left there. He's gone. He's gone. He's with another woman. He's even she's even giving birth a few times. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. But that's what she said she prefers. And she too, the LP. She's also married. She's living happily. She's, she's happy. You should see her. She's become tough. Do you know tough? Out of shape. Tough. <laughs> it's a blessing. It's one of the signs of a blessing. It's the Dashen, it's the Dashen anointing. The Dashen. 
to be out of shape. It's a dash. Anointing. Everything is spilling. You're tough. Your skin is like an elephant. <laughs> when I see her, she runs to me and she gives me a hug. My hands empty. You see some of you, you give me a hug now. It's like, and my hands are like cello tip. But this one is like, I say, yeah, this is, this is Dashen. <laughs> no cello tape hugs. Solo tape sisters. Dashen hasn't come yet. These are the solo tape girls. I mean, I was watching King Kong last night. The, the monkey can just take her like that and just lift her up. But soon you will see her. Dashen. But see, I'll say hello. Anyway, where were we? So, your attitude. That was little things. I was showing you the differences. So you can wake up and see, okay, so I also have it. God has spoken to me. I have seen God has been interested in me. And I have joked with it. Despised it. Trivialized it. It's like it's nothing. But it's something. That we are changing. So, greatness through shepherding. So, last week we started from Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 15. Today I have another verse for you on greatness in shepherding. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. And we said, and I will give you pastors. I'll give you pastors. That's what God will give. I'll give you pastors. I'll give you pastors. I'll give you pastors. I will give you pastors. God gives pastors. When it's your birthday... Christmas, any special day, God, God thinks of a gift to you. These are the type of gifts that God gives. He gives pastors. You give cards and shirts and cake. You give cake that today is and tomorrow is not. Yes, you give cake. God gives pastors. Pastors. The blessings of God and the gift that God gives is far, far higher than anything that you can imagine to give to anybody. Yeah, you give cards. Don't you give cards? Yeah, I was blessed with a lot of cards this Christmas. I have, yeah, I had cards. I have cards. Didn't you get cards? Oh, this year remind me so I can send you one. I had, I had cards. There were cards. Empty cards. I was opening cards and reading cards. I said, wow, this one this, this one this. Different words, different stories. And the cards. Some of the cards people have gone to, uh, what do you call that, please? Moonpig. Moonpig.com. Yes. They've gone there. You see my picture on the card. When I say, say, I'll say to myself, wow. Somebody has thought about me. All these all those cards, they're there. But, you know, I can only keep it for a little while. I hope you know that. Then it has to, you know, it had to exit. 
the recycle place. Yes, but I'll keep it for a little while, just for, just for happiness, just for happiness, so that, I mean, at least I'll, my conscience remember I appreciated the card. All I'm saying that we give cards. We give cards. But God, he gives pastors. Pastors. And then he says that, according to my heart, that's, I mean, those words, it really blesses me. It's like something that he likes. Something according to your heart is something that you like. You must like it. When he says, from, that I love you from the bottom of my heart. I don't know, what's, what's in the bottom of your heart? I don't know what, why they say that, but it's like it's from your heart, the deepest place of your heart. So it's like the, the most valuable things are in the deepest places of your heart. Is that what they are trying to say? Yeah, so I love you from the bottom of my heart. Or oh, I love you with all my heart. You have the, that emoticon that you send, a heart that is breathing, isn't it? No, that it's like love. <laughs> Feeling you, my heart, my heart, my heart. I really like you, my heart. When someone you like doesn't like you, you feel it. You don't have a headache. You feel your heart, heartache. Your heart is broken. It's like your heart. Your heart. It's like your heart is breaking. Your heart is aching because you liked him. And the sisters, they can't, con- they can't control them. So you see, what they, when they see the person, they become angry. Yeah. Meanwhile, he doesn't owe anything to them. You, you like them. He didn't like you. What can he do? <laughs> but don't worry, we understand. We understand why you, you misbehave, but it's okay. It's, a, it's an issue of the heart. Yeah, you see, when they see that they're angry, they squeeze their face. They, they, can, they can even fight over it. They will fight. Over someone he likes. The person doesn't even know why she doesn't like her. But it's because she doesn't like you because you have taken what she likes. You didn't steal it. You just took it. Because you were chosen. Hmm? tape sisters. <laughs> According to my it means that God must really like pastors. He must really like pastors. He must really like them to give that. Do you know you give to people what you like? I'm asking you a question. Do you know that when you are choosing a gift for someone, what you give to them is what you like. What in your eyes is valuable, that's what you give to them. Yeah. You always choose what you like. A few years ago, someone sent me a gift. Do you know what the gift was? Do you want to know? You you look like you're not interested in my stories today. Do you want to know? He sent me a pink shirt. No problem. No problem. No problem with the pink shirt. But then he added a message to it. And he said that. He said that. I've noticed that you only wear white shirts. So it's like I'm adding color to your life. So as I was holding the pink shirt and looking at the message, I thought of myself. I said, how old am I? I said, at this age, 
someone is coming to teach me what I should like. What I, should li- what I like is already defined. Instead of looking at me and my gray beard and say that this man, he's finished. What he likes is white. So let me even invest in the white shirt. You are saying that I should wear pink. So I took the shirt. And the nearest person to me, I said, what is your neck size? He mentioned, I said, this will work for you. Where? (laughs) Because the pink won't work. But that is what he likes. So he thinks I should wear pink. Pink shirt. Moonpink.com. So God likes pastors. Likes pastors. So he said, I'm giving you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with dare and sakal. Who shall feed you with dare and sakal. That's what they will do. When they come, when they come, the pastor will be so. You see, every Christian needs a pastor in his life. There must be somebody that you can point at and say, this is my pastor. There must be. Just as there has to be someone that you can point and say, this is my father. This is my mother. There must be somebody that you point at and say to someone, do you know my pastor? This is my pastor. This is my pastor. This is my pastor. Your beloved is not your pastor. He can't be your pastor. He can't even pastor you. No. No. Neither can your husband be your pastor or play that role or take over and say, I am your pastor. No, he can't be. Unless, unless he's a dictator. Then he'll tell you that in this house, everything that happens here stays here. Nothing goes out. Then you married Hitler or Dracula. Both of you must have someone that you call it your pastor. Both of you must have someone you call your pastor. I have a pastor in my life. There he is behind you. Can you see? Not the one walking, the one in the picture. I don't even know why he decided to come into the frame. Can you see? Can you see the one the one on the picture pointing his finger? Yeah, that's my pastor. That's my pastor. Have you seen my pastor? Yes. Ready at 20. Yes, that's my pastor. He's my pastor. He's my pastor. He's my wife's pastor. If he says to my wife now, sit down, she will sit. Hey, when I can't get her to sit, I just call him. By the time I come back, she is sitting. There is, there is no shame. There is no reservation. I make, I don't even make, if you want excuse for my wife, if you want, I don't make any excuse for her. I said, this is who she's talked to her. Because I want to enjoy. Because after the pastor has finished talking, I enjoy. I mean, I enjoy. I really enjoy. Then I say, ah, God, this is why God gave her pastors. When he's finished talking to her, I am the one who, and I really enjoy. The house is so nice. When the effect is waning, then I'll say, Pastor, pastor, your sheep, your sheep needs fuel. 
your sheep. Pastor, please, your sheep. Then we say, what is it? What is it? Then I say, you know, um, they say, okay, no problem, no problem. By the time I get home, you will see. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's very, very nice. It's very, very nice. Yeah. Those of you who have created limits and restrictions due to um, the honor of men and self-preservation, you are suffering. Tell me you are not. You are suffering. Without a pastor, you suffer. The person you are covering, if like interview your pastor after, doesn't find him or her impressive anyway. He can even explain to you the sufferings you suffer in the house. He will tell you that this person, I can see her, the way she sits, even the way she throws her handbag around, I know what it is like at home. Who give you pastors who will feed you with knowledge and understanding? Dea and Sakal. Knowledge. You know, Jesus has wept twice, according to the scriptures. He's wept twice. One was John 11 35. Um, Lazarus and Jesus wept. Is it it? Anytime someone asks you to quote a verse and you are hot, just say. Just say, John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But if I ask you for a verse and you quote it, I'll knock you on the head. <laughs> then the other one, it's a very interesting one. It's a very interesting one. Let me find it for you. I think it's Luke 16. No, Luke 19. Luke 19, verse 31. Is it there? No, 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 it's not it. What's 1631? No, 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 no. You don't know where the verse is. Has he found it? He's waiting for me, isn't it? This guy needs baptism. Okay, Luke 19, 41. Not 31, 41. It says that, and when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. Why did he weep over it? Verse 42. Then he says to them, saying, if thou hast known, if thou hast known, if you had knowledge, if thou hast known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. He wept over ignorance. He wept over ignorance. He saw ignorant people and he wept over them. He said, these people, if they had known, if only they had known, at least if they had an idea of the things that belong to their peace. The difference a pastor, a shepherd will make in their lives, if they had known, if they had known, if they had known that, if you had someone to, to speak, to talk, to talk to you, to counsel, to advise you, the peace that you will enjoy, if they had known, he saw the cities, he started crying, he started crying, 
Not because someone had died, but ignorance. So these people don't know. They don't know the benefits. They don't know the blessings that come with having knowledge, just knowing, just knowing, even if, 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 if listening to messages, reading books, being in church to hear preaching, exposing yourself to counsel, counsel, if they had known, if they had, if they had an idea of the things that belong to their peace. And Jesus started crying. He wept over ignorance. He wept over it's like these people, they don't know. They don't know the power of knowledge. The power of knowledge. Because many people switch off knowledge. It's like we don't like, we don't like to learn. We don't want to learn. We don't, we don't want anybody to know who we really are to help us. Yeah. We don't want that. No one should know. Let's give this image of we are perfect and we are good and we are great and you are nothing. And you have nothing. And you are suffering. But let's pretend. You know when we go to church, let's pretend. Let's pretend. I've seen couples who have not been talking for three weeks, but when they go to church, you see them sitting together in each other's arms. They have, they have a way of sitting. I can, I can show you. So these, when I see couples who sit like that in church, I just, I just feel there's something wrong. But maybe there's nothing wrong, but I just feel the way they sit, the way they sit in church, it's like, let me show you, let me show you. They sit, it's like, you to sit. <laughs> it's like they're listening to the message. It's, like, it's as though they're as though they are watching a music, as though they are watching Lion King. It's like, it's like this, this is how they listen to the preaching throughout. <laughs> throughout like this. Very, very cozy posture. But you see, I knew a couple who sit like that. They even wear the same attire. It's perhaps if I have one to five, if I'm grading one to five of worst marriages I've seen, those people will be in. Hey, the battles, the fights. I can't say because this may, may I would have shown you things that happened in that house. I would have said it to you. But you should see them in church. Throughout this, throughout the service. Even this one can't move to say amen. So this one says amen. Is it, is it not nice? When you look at it, is it nice? It's very nice. Very, very nice. Perfect couple. Perfect couple. But no one can talk to them. Whatever happens in this house remains in this house. So you see, if Jesus sees such a people, he will, he will weep. If, the, if you had known, if you had known the things that belong to your peace, the things that can help you, the things that can help you pass your exams, you are pre- presenting yourself like you are the sharpest, sharpest kid on the block. Well, you can't pass an exam. You can't learn. You don't know how to learn. You don't know how to be disciplined. You expose yourself to be told, do this. You're presenting your presentation. 
Anyway, for five minutes, let me talk to you about today's message. If you had known, I'm just telling you about knowledge. Knowledge. All that you know is what has brought you this far. Of everything that you know, this, this, this is who you are. This is the dress you choose. This is the shoes you choose. This is the hair you choose. Everything that you know, you are, you are, the, you are a summary of what you know. Why won't you reach out to someone who knows a bit more? Wow. All you know is this. This is what you know. So I will be talking. Say, I have a pastor who talks to my wife. You think that, hey, he's, he must be married to a Jezebel. I don't, I don't even care if you think that way. I don't even care. Rather, come to my house. I see if there's Jezebel there. <laughs> Rather come. I would want you to come. When can you come? <laughs> I rather want you to come. Because I'm the one who stands in public and says that my pastor is always talking to my wife. He said, he must be suffering. Me, I'm suffering. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying because I've discovered what belongs to my peace. What belongs to my peace. So my pastor has a voice in there. If you read the Bible, you would know. You would know what will help you. If you read your Bible. Just based on my Bible, I can tell them, no, I have to, I have to talk to my pastor. Quickly, Second Chronicles. Greatness through shepherding. Greatness through shepherding. Second Chronicles 20. Where is he? 2020. Where is he? Who is there today? Who, what was he doing? And, and they rose early in the morning. So today I have, I have another two Hebrew words that are coming your way. Greatness through Hebrew words. <laughs> Last week was Dea and Sakal. Today is Aman and Chalak. Yes. <laughs> greatness, greatness through shepherding. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. Hear me, O first love. And ye inhabitants of Jerusalem and you inhabitants of London City. Believe in the Lord. Believe. This is a man. Believe. Believe. This is a man. A man. A man. Like Giorgio, a man. A man. Yes. <laughs> a man. A M A N. A man. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. And then he says, Believe his prophets. His Prophets, his prophets, his prophets, believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. This is chalak. Don't write it yet, you don't know the spelling. <laughs> this is chalak. This is T S A L A C H. T S A. L A 
C-H. I'm not a Hebrew um, scholar, so I don't know. I can best say it in English, Chalak. It could be Tsialak, I don't know, Tsialis, or whatever. That's it. Believe his prophets. Believe his prophets and you will prosper. You're doing well and you're entering into greatness. It's directly related to your understanding and belief in God. In God first. Because everything has to be scriptural. If you don't, anybody at talk can just arise and say, I'm a prophet. I'm a prophet. I've seen this about you, so do this. Those things are nonsense. Your prophet is the one that stands in front of you. The prophet is the, your prophet you can see. The one who is with you. Who is with you. Who teaches you the word and speaks to you from the word. That is your prophet. What he says to you is what it is. But when you can, you can see him. Every time he's there, he's with you. He's with you all the time. All the time. He speaks to you. When he's preaching, as though someone has told him about you. Not the one sitting in a Ilefe and sending you a message that uh, I can see that uh, there are three mosquitoes in your hair. So, what does it mean to be a man? Are you there? Are you ready? We're just close enough. A man, number one, means to be established. Believe in God and you'll be established. You'll be an established Christian. You'll be an established Christian. You'll be someone who goes to church every, every Sunday you go to church. Believe in God every Sunday you go to church, including Christmas Day. Believe in God every Sunday you go to church. You'll be established in the Christian faith. In this life, in your work with God, you will be established. Because you believe in God. The foundation is always God. The foundation, the foundation is always God. It is always the word of God. Never go out of the word of God. The foundation is always God and the word of God. Let no one ever say anything to you that you can't find from the B-I-B-L-E. You must always find it there. You must always find it there. You must always find it there. The other way, someone said to me that her beloved said he has seen a vision. I said, okay. What is a vision? Do you know what a vision is? They are are both in two different, they are in, in different branches. So the vision the guy has seen is a vision that she should get close to his pastor. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? So my first response was nonsense. I mean, and it is nonsense. Don't devalue 
spiritual things. If you want your beloved, if you want your pastor to know your beloved, introduce them. And encourage your beloved that, oh, can you be in touch? And encourage your pastor to, can you be speaking to her? And even give him reasons why, because she's like, she's a little stubborn sometimes. So can you, you know, help me? But don't come out and say, I've seen a vision. Like in the house we are going to, you are going to live now. Everything is going to be based on a vision. I've seen a vision today. I, I, I was eating, I was eating roast turkey. Say you want to eat roast turkey. Why should, why should you use terms like I've seen a vision? I've seen a vision. I've seen a vision that you are close to my pastor. That my, so I, I'm telling you today that you get close to my pastor. It is, it is, it is, I said, tell him that I said it is rubbish. If he wants, this is your pastor's number. This is it. Just talk to him. Don't tell me visions, dreams, and revelations, and spook it. Don't, don't spook it. It's a sign of weakness. And lack of establishment. You're, you're not established in verses. If you're established in verses, you will even use verses. But the Bible says this, the Bible says that, this verse says this, so can you be communicating with our shepherds? We need to communicate with our shepherds. We need our shepherds. You use verses. That's in a vision. And if you're an airbag, you follow every vision. Because you have no word, no substance in you. So anybody can throw anything at you, then you buy into it. Normal relationship, you say vision. Why? Why? You're married and you come home. You want to make love to your wife. Before you realize that you, do, do you know the vision I saw today as I was coming home? I saw you having your shower. And I was about to go to bed. But as you're having your shower, you spoke to me from the shower. You said, darling, darling, tonight is our night. Why can't you say what you want? It means to be established. Number two, it means to nurture. That means that, that, means that you are programmed, brought up in God and with fear for God. Your ways, your ways are in reverence with God. It's like God. It's about God. It's like, will God be happy? Will God not be happy? It's nurturing how you are brought up. How you are brought up. How you are trained. How you are raised up. Nurturing, believe in God so that you will be nurtured in a godly way, in a God-fearing way. Then, next meaning is what? To foster. To foster as a parent. To foster as a parent. Greatness through shepherding. You'll be fostered like a parent looks after the child, provides for the child, cares for the child. 
feeds the child, clothes the child, teaches the child. That's believing in God. That's believing in God. Believing in God. How can someone say, I've seen a vision and I will say nonsense? It's not because of me. It's not because I'm some powerful. It's because I believe in God. And I believe in the word of God. And I know what the word of God says. So you can't throw smoke into my eyes. As soon as I read, I say, this is nonsense. This, this discussion is nonsense. Vision. He's never seen a vision to be a missionary before. Never seen a vision to go and preach somewhere before. Never seen a vision to win souls. Your vision is that you want your, your girl to talk to your pastor. I enjoy that PS. Tell your girl she needs to be close to your pastor. There he's gone. It's nonsense. Come on. Come on. But see, these girls who are in love, they get confused over such things. They are so impressed. Because they lack greatness through shepherding. That believe in God and you be established. Believe in God and be established. Believe in God and be established. So they are bullied all around by these things. They are bullied. It's, it's bullying. It's spiritual bullying. Hmm? If, you, if you love me, you'll you bring me orange juice. Yeah. Okay. What was I saying? Fostered as a parent. The next one is to build up. Then, then the next meaning is to nurse. This is God. When you believe in God, these are the things that you have. You are nursed. You are fostered as a child. You'll be built up. You'll be built up. You'll become a great building. A great, you become a tower. Many shall come to you for counsel. Many shall come to you for refuge. Many shall look up because you are established. You have believed in God. 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 You see, you see when you believe in God, you see, one of the things that you develop is wisdom. Which, one of the classic definitions in the scriptures is the fear of God. You have, you have fear for God. When you have fear for God, it means you have fear for God's people. In the house of God, in the church of God, you don't just play around. You have fear for the when you when you are in church, you will have respect for the church. I was telling someone yesterday that I've discovered a particular group of people. They have no fear for God. I gave it three different groups. I said one group, one group, they they are into stealing. I don't want to mention the groups. You, you, you might not be happy with me. I say one group, they, they are into stealing and fraud. And they don't, they, don't, they don't really do it in church. They do it more outside. But that, that's, that, that's, where they, that's what they are into. Then I said, there's another group. Their conscience are dying, is dying slowly. But now they, in church, they are, they are becoming godless. So even in church, they can lie, they can deceive in, church, in the church. Then there's a third group. They, they left church a long time ago. They, they are the ones that when you talk, they, they will tell you to your face, I hate God. 
they, they are into other things. They are into these new, uh, new lifestyles of boy, of boy meets boy and girl meets girl. They are into, you see, the further, the further you drift from God, the evils multiply. The evils. And I say, no, I'll because she's one of them. I say, your group, your group, your family people, they, they can stand in church, they can stand in the church and lie. And tell us tales. No, I said, they say your, they say your conscience is dying. The only thing left for you is that Sundays we go to church. But there's no fear for God. Pray you never marry such a person. Oh, no, no, no. Pray you never marry such a person. You'll be surprised what you will discover from your wedding night going. You'll be, you'll be surprised that you have actually married a lizard. Because they, they can stand in church and lie, tell lies, stories. Anyway, that's just by the way. <laughs> so when you have God, you see, you, you have to maintain God. Keep God. Keep God. Don't drift away from God. No matter what happens, keep God. Believe in God. Believe in his word. I mean, he, he let his word direct you. Have fear for God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord. When you start having, you, you become wise. Without even planning to, the, the fact that you acknowledge God makes you a wise person. Those who say we don't believe in God, we hate God, they have become idiots. Mm. Then, we go on to that last word. We are closing in two minutes. You don't even mind if we don't close, isn't it? Believe his prophets. Believe his prophets. So shall you prosper. That is chalak. You want the meaning of chalak, don't you? Number one, it means to prosper. I see you prospering. Amen. You will do well. Amen. You will do well. Amen. I said you will do well. Amen. You will. Amen. You will do well. But you have to believe, now you have to believe the prophets. The prophet that God has given to you, you have to believe the prophet. Not the prophet that is sending you oil from um, somewhere. Don't get sucked up into a lot of nonsense, a lot of religious nonsense. Don't, don't, accept, don't accept some things. Don't encourage people to tell you tales. in God. Believe in the prophet and you will prosper. One, it means to prosper. Two, it means to push forward. To push forward. That's like I'm, you are nobody today but you shall become a somebody. Yeah. Believe the prophet, you'll be pushed forward. You'll be pushed forward. You'll be pushed forward. I was telling you, Anytime we go to the Emmanuel Center, did I tell you at the Emmanuel Center? Anytime I stand there, I have a certain feeling of awe because I ask myself, how did I, how did I get here? Because I remember just a few years ago, not even 10 years ago, people used to invite me. I mean, men of God. I sit in the congregation like, no, the place is not full. It's half, just there, down there like that. 
and somebody is having his major program and I'll be sitting there like a mouse. Now today, today, by the grace of God, I am standing there and now I'm getting messages that my members can't come in because their place is full. There's nowhere for them to sit. And I ask myself, how? How did I, how was I pushed forward? How was I pushed forward? I found the prophet and I believed in him. He says, do this, and I do. He says, do it like this, and I do it like that. He says, have this, he says, have joint service. I say, okay, joint service it is. How did I, how did I arrive? I'm explaining to you. It's not like I, I saw a vision. Oh, I felt anointing. A prophet, a prophet, he says, do this. Some of us don't, you don't like pastors talking to us. We don't like it at all. We, we, we develop an allergy. Especially, especially when you go to the pastor and he doesn't agree with what you are saying. Then you start losing it. If my pastor says stop, I stop. You can ask Andrew the other day. We had bought tickets. We were going somewhere. 22 hour flight. We were going. My pastor said don't go. I just called him and said we are not going. Why? Because my pastor said I shouldn't go. It is as simple as that. It is as simple as that. It is as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So shall you prosper. So shall you be pushed forward. They're pushing forward. That is you you are behind the key or somewhere in the middle. Then you are taken to the front. Believe in the prophets. Hey, you shall be lifted higher. Amen. You are being pushed forward. You are being brought to the front of the queue. Amen. People don't know how to do well sometimes, but you are learning how to do well. Amen. Sakal is coming. Are you feeling the sakal? Yeah. A greater latitude. Do you know the word circumspect? Yes. Life is not through a narrow tunnel. As you hear preaching, you get a wider view. If it's some of the examples I'm giving, you have to think about it. You, because some of you, you see, we all belong to one of the, the three categories. We all belong to one of them. You see, you have to know who you are so you can escape it. Instead of saying, it will never happen to me. No, 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 that's, that's a fool. Instead of even debating it and fighting, no, we are not like that. No, we are. We are. We're into stealing. Petty, petty thieves. Petty thieves. Petty thieves. We will steal just now. How to, how to get on the train without a ticket? And be coming out. Uh, You know where the barriers are open. Every, every law, every law. How can I outdo this law? There's a law that this. So what is the way around it? Let's see. Why should I get a nine to five job? I mean, no. No, how can I get a 
Okay, I found a way. I'm into financial adjustments. Thieves. So as you're growing up, see your father is a thief. Your brothers are thieves. You have to advise yourself now that I cannot follow this. I can't. I shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't be like this. Just as you can see, as you are growing, you can see your mother has sacked your father, your, your sister has sacked her, her, her boyfriend. This one, every, everybody is a lioness in your tribe. Advise yourself to become a lamb. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Advise yourself that I am going to be a lamb. Because I can tell from the tribe where I'm coming from. Hey! When the woman rests her head like that, rah, all men flee for their lives. You shall be pushed forward. Amen. The next one is that you will, it's talak means to go over. Every barrier in front of you, you are, you are going over. Amen. You will go over it. Amen. You will go over it. Amen. Go over it. It will be as though you are stepping over. You just step. <laughs> David said, by my God, I have run through a troop and I have leaped over a wall. You shall leap over walls. Amen. And you shall run through troops. Amen. The troops will be there armed, armed and dangerous. But by your God, you shall run through. I said, by your God, you shall run through. I said, by your God, you shall run through. You shall run through a troop. None shall affect you. The divorces and things you've seen in your family shall never affect you. The homelessness you've seen shall never affect you. The murders and the stealings you've seen shall never affect you. The godlessness you have seen shall never affect you. Because you are established in God. And you believe in the prophets. For by thee I have run through a troop. And I have leaped over a wall. You shall go over. You shall go over. You'll be the first to have a wedding in your family. And you'll be the first to die married in your home. You will live happily ever after. Hey, happily ever after. Amen. If you're in first love, never expect divorce. Amen. Never expect separation. Amen. Never expect frequent quarrels. Amen. You will have children, Amen. grandchildren, great grandchildren. That shall be your portion. Amen. Your husband shall grow old with you. Amen. You go to Sainsbury slowly like that. With that bag, that trolley. With that. Now you'll be whispering to her that you want, you want some peppers, but you can't say peppers. 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 Today I want, some, I want some green peppers. Green peppers. With that. 
when you sit in the car, you tell her, let us pray. Let us pray. Because there will be godliness in your house. Amen. You will pray. Say, Father, Father in heaven, we thank you for today. We thank you for today. Everybody in the shop will know you. You'll be greeting them. Yes. The beautiful old couple. The beautiful old couple. That shall be your story. You will not be an angry woman. Or an odious woman. Or a vicious woman. You'll be a virtuous woman. The insults you've heard your mother say about your father, you will not adopt those insults. You'll be different. You'll be sweet. You'll be pleasant. Are you believing it? If you believe it, you shall prosper. The next meaning is to come mightily. It's to come mightily. To come mightily. Nobody has been anointed in your family. You shall be that first anointed. No one has preached in your family. You shall be the first preacher. You are the first of every good thing. You are the first of every good thing. You will have it. To ask you about this preaching to where is it from? Tell them it is from the Lord. It is from the year of greatness. You'll be the greatest preacher in the house. Ah. They've not seen anointing before. They should watch you. You are you are coming. You are coming. You shall be the anointed one. The anointed one. The anointed one. The one that family members send messages. Pray for me. Advise me. What do you think about this? It shall be your portion. You will come mightily. That is with greatness. With greatness. You will come mightily. 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 I told you once. I went for a funeral. And my mother was introducing her children. To aunties, cousins and whatnot. You know those people. They like such meetings. So she was introducing us. There are two ahead of me. I'm the third. So you choose the first one. It's like I can't even remember whether we were in a queue or what. Whatever it was, around third or fourth. The, the person who was being introduced to one of them, a lady, she ignored the second one. Then she looked behind and she looked at me and she pointed at me to my mother and said, Who is this one? She said, Who is this one? She said, This one, who is he? Who is this one? Before my mother could answer, she said, his forehead is shining. He said, there's a light. There's light. There's light in his forehead. He said, who is he? Who is he? Who is he? Who is he? Yeah, he, she saw light. He said, his forehead is shining. She asked me, he said, this, this. they call my mother. My mother's name is in the initials KK. He said, KK, who is this one? Who is said, this one, who is he? His forehead, his forehead is shining. His forehead is shining. Your forehead shall shine. Witches shall fear you. Wizards shall fear you. 
Demons shall fear you. So who's this one? Who's this one? I was not feeling anointing or anything. If it's at all, I was, I was feeling irritated. I wanted to leave. I was like, what is this? What is this? Plenty things. Great, 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 great. What is it? I was more grumpy than anything. But the light was there. The oil was there. The power was there. Who is this one? They shall ask. They shall see you and ask, who is this one? Who is this one? This one, who is he? We see there's light. We see light. We see power. Hey, you shall come forth mightily. Believe in your prophets. Believe in your prophets. You are becoming great. Oh, greatness is your portion. If you are in this church, greatness is your portion. And then finally, it means it means to break out. You shall break out. You shall break out. There shall be a breaking out for you. You shall gain visibility. You shall gain exposure. You shall reach far. You will not be imprisoned. Nothing will hold you down. Nothing can hold you in. You shall break out. You will break out of university education. Hey, you will break out. You will not be a student forever. You shall break out. Hey, you shall break out into marriage. You shall break out into ministry. Hey. Soon your discussions shall be ministry. The ministry. The ministry. The ministry. The ministry. The church. The work of God. The anointing. How can I be anointed? How can I be more anointed? How can I reach out to this? How can I understand this passage? Do you have the book that it shall be ministry discussions? You shall break out. You shall break out of obscurity. You shall come out. You shall come out. You shall come out of obscurity. In Isaiah chapter 58, it talks about you shall break out of obscurity. You shall come out of obscurity. That shall be your portion. Has he found it? Someone should pray for him after church today. Isaiah 58. You just put it there. I'll find it myself. 58. Give me Isaiah 58. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Go on. Yeah, they seek me daily and delight and everything and they do everything. Verse 3. Wherefore have ye fasted and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day you fast, you find pleasure and exact all your labors. Verse 4. And if thou draw thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness as the noonday. Today that shall be your portion. You shall rise out of obscurity. You have not been known all this while. Nobody knows about you. You have a talent. Nobody knows about the talent. You have a gift. Nobody knows about the gift. But God is bringing you out. I was talking to a pastor a few days ago. And he was saying that, you know, we need to catch anointing and things. I said to him, brother, you are anointed. I said, you are very anointed. 
The only difference between you and Elisha is that Elisha believed he was anointed. He believed he had something. When he had the mantle, when he got to the Jordan, he struck the Jordan and he split. I said, that's the difference between, I said, you have something. The only reason why you think you are there, you are not using it the way you have to. It's not about, Bishop, pray for me. Bishop, do this. I said, it is there. It is already there. You have been anointed. You are anointed. If you like, I said, if you like this someday, go and strike the Jordan. See if it won't split. It shall split. You shall come out of obscurity. You shall begin to walk on roads and ways that the anointed walk on. Next week, next week, next week, next week, we'll talk about the anointing and greatness. You better be around. You better be around. You better be around. You will be anointed. Coming out of obscurity. Thy light shall rise. It shall rise out of obscurity. It shall rise. From that obscure position and obscure place that you are. Hey, believe in your prophets. You see, your prophet will just tell you that don't play this role. Move here. Move here. Move here. Stand here. Do this. You will see that suddenly you are shining. Suddenly you are shining. Suddenly you see that you are shining. Your prophet will tell you that, you know, Move, you see, he made it a move out of this country, go to this country, you will shine there. But believe in the prophet, you have to believe. If you don't believe, you will never, you will stay, you will stay in obscurity. He will tell you, he, he will tell you, don't go out with this person. You think he doesn't like somebody for what? For what? Why would he not like somebody? But he knows what he, he can tell what will work out for you. Those who believe are shining. You shall shine. Amen. I say you shall shine. Amen. You shall shine. He's there. This is the work of the he'll be arranging. Say, do this. Don't do this. Sometimes it's don't do. Sometimes it is do. Then you see those who know who those who are greater than God, those who are not established in God, because they don't know the word of God, they start arguing. They start arguing. They start arguing. They start arguing. They will even have the courage to tell you that you are not God. It's true. I'm sorry I even counseled you. I am sorry I even added my tongue to your issue. That you are not God. But you are you God. If I'm not, are you? Prophet, you say, sit. You say, stand. You say, go here. You say, be like this. All, all, so that you will break out. So that you will break out. He has only one aim, so that you will break out. And then you are arguing, debating, fighting, thinking you know better. Because you are not established in God. If you are established in God, you will say, what this person is saying to me is what the Bible says. This is the prophet. This is the, what the word of God. Why should I argue? Why should I resist? Why should I lie? You believe in lies more than the truth. How can you rise up? Your day of rising has come. Amen. I say your day of rising has come. Amen. 
Your day of breaking out has come. Amen. Your season of greatness is here. It Amen. has come upon you. Look at Isaiah chapter 60. Then we close on that. Look at Isaiah chapter 60. 6 0. It says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Arise, shine, arise. Do it, do it for yourself. Arise, arise, arise. Do it for yourself. Arise, shine. Why? The light has come. The light is there. Like I was telling the pastor, I said, the anointing is there. Now what you have to do is to arise and shine. Give off the light that you have received. Give that light out. For the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Your day of arising has come. And your day of shining is here. This is your day of shining. This is your day of shining. The things you haven't done and you don't do, that great people do, that anointed people do, Begin to do it. Begin to do it. Begin to do it. You will see that the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. You haven't seen because you haven't done it. Begin to do it. Do what great people do. Do what great people do. Do what great people do. You will see that you've been blessed. You've been blessed. Do what they do. Go where they go. Talk the way they talk. shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Glory is upon you. Amen. You look beautiful. Amen. Tell your neighbor you look so beautiful. <laughs> tell them you look so beautiful. I'm not sure you tell the person I'm not sure you can see but you look so beautiful. <laughs> you look so nice. You look glorious. Tell them you look glorious. You're glorious. This is a mirror for you. This is a mirror for you. If you can't see yourself, you have some things to adjust. You have to adjust. You have to adjust. You have to adjust. So you can see what you want. What, what you need to see so you can see. This is a mirror. The word of God is a mirror. This is a mirror. This is you. Arise, shine for that. So you look at yourself. I'm not shining. It is not God's fault. It means you are not arising. <laughs> it means you are not setting up. It means you are not doing what you have to do. If you start doing, you will see that, oh, this is me. Like that hairstyle that you have on mind. When you wake up in the morning, it's not there. Is it there? It's not there. So you arise. You begin to adjust the hair. And then suddenly it clicks. They say, this is it. This is it. This is the look. Or the makeup. When you wake up in the morning, your face face is like... um... Your face is like the F. Without form and void. Then you say to yourself... This is not how I want to look like when I'm going to church. So you put a mirror there. Have I told you one day I was going to Birmingham? 
This is my last story. <laughs> I was going to Birmingham. From, where do you cut trains through Birmingham? Houston, yes, so Houston. I was at Houston. And I sat on the train. And some lady came to sit across. You know, this is my seat. She sat across there. And she had the table in front of her. Then she started taking things out of her bag. Mirror, this. Like paint. She had about six paint brushes. She put all there. I had crisps and coke. <laughs> so I started chewing it. She was wearing, um, what do you call it, hot pants? Yes, that's what she was wearing that day. Short like that. And she was sitting there. I remember what she looked like as we moved out of Houston. Then she started. At a point, I think within the hour, the first hour, after the first hour, she got up from her seat. So I was wondering, where is she going? She wasn't going anywhere. I think what was on her face has to dry or something. So she started pacing up and down in the carriage. She didn't care about anybody. She, she, she had an image, an image. She was not speaking in tongues, no. Up and down in the carriage like that. After about five minutes or so, that she came to sit down. Next set, she changed. Another set. Then she took some things for her eye. I was watching all because I knew I would come and tell you. Look, about five minutes to entering Birmingham New Street. As we're pulling in. I looked at her. I said, who is that? Someone else has come to her seat. Total transformation. Then she started packing her things away. I just said to myself, some guy is in trouble today. I mean, what, what this guy is going to see is nowhere near. Nowhere. I mean, look, I'm not... Look, nowhere near the person she has met. Nowhere. I mean, she's, she's nothing like what she is. She's nothing like it. Apart from her neck, her shoulders, her, her bum bums, her legs. That's the only thing that's the same. The face is not. She took her back. It had a bottle of something. I'm sure it was alcohol. She has a, a quick one to make her a bit tipsy and, and happy. She put it back. I said, man, somebody is in trouble today. It's a someone with a mask. But you see what I'm saying to you is that she had an image. Somebody showed her something. That this is who you are. This is what you are. This is what you can be like. This is what you can be like. She spent her two hours, one hour, 55 minutes to create that image. How long have you spent to become this? To be this. To be this. <laughs> How long? How long have you spent to be this? To become this. Arise and shine. My light has come. It's like I've heard. My light has come. Is it true? My light has come. What have you done about it? The glory of the Lord is risen up. 
the glory is risen upon me. What have you done? When you close from church, what do you do? You shall break out. It's your breakout day. It's your breakout season. It's your breakout year. You shall be great. Look at this verse. Look at this mirror carefully. This image. This is you. Look at it carefully till you see it. Till you see it. Till you see it. Look at it carefully. Because it shall happen for you. It shall happen. It shall be your life. It shall be your life. Stand to your feet and let's, let's thank God and go home. Thank you, Jesus. I guess you want to pray for yourself. Let's pray for yourself for a short while then. We share the grace and go home. Let's pray for yourself. Thank God for today. Thank him for this word. Thank him that you shall be great. Pray greatness over your life. Pray greatness into your life. Into your life. Declare that you'll be great. Declare that you will do well. Declare. Declare, pray for yourself in different areas, different aspects of your life. Become one that is in pursuit of greatness. Of greatness, according to the scriptures. That you shall be great. That you will be great. That you will be great. That you will make it. That you will make it. Whatever you do now in your life, wherever you are, whatever phase, stage you are in your life, greatness shall appear there for you. Greatness in your ministry, greatness shall appear. In your, you shall be great. You shall be great as a shepherd. You shall be great as an elder. You shall be great as a pastor. You shall be great as a singer. You shall be great. You shall be great in anything that you do. Pray the Lord, make me great. Make me great. Make me great there. Make me great there. Make me great in my studies. Make me great in my marriage. Shapa laba kipa. Pladi stayadia. 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 Sabiatosi. Sadelia. Dala. Baka. Labra. Diba. Labra. Diba. Shonda. Labra. Diba. Hapa. Makaba. Daba. Makaba. Fipa. Makaba. Fipa. Mazende. Labra. Diba. Labra. Diba. Koba. Laba. Daba. Tosta. Laba. Le crediste, le crediste, le crediste, le bica. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Malabata labadiba kaba labadiba hunda labahapa laba. Labadia, 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 labadia. Greatness, greatness through a man and chalak. Greatness greatness in every aspect of your life, every area of your life a man and chalak shall bring greatness shall bring greatness to you greatness to you malamado, malaziba maladosta, maladomiata maladimika pradishteya pradishteya nakalaba, diba laba, brendo labra diba kaba, laba, shonda labra, diba fanda laba, haba yes lord yes lord Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
pray every good thing every good thing in that area of your life every aspect in the face of life pray god will give it to you god will give it to you god will give it to you god will provide it for you pray pray that god will give it god will give it god will give it Prodimosia, 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 Mazido la Bladastaya. Oh God, oh God, Father, I pray, I pray, thank you for the privilege of being a shepherd over this church, Lord. I pray, Lord, let a blessing come upon them, Lord. A blessing of a man, Lord, and a blessing of Chalak, Lord. Let them be established. Let them be nurtured in you, in your word, in your ways, oh God. Let them learn your ways. Let them be fostered. Let them be nursed, oh God. Let it be their portion, Lord. Let them be strong in you, be strong in the Lord. Let them be strong in you, oh God. Let them be established, rooted, grounded. In your word and in your ways, oh God. Let that be their portion, oh God. Let that be their portion, oh God. And as they follow you, oh God, let the blessings of a shepherd be their portion, Lord. Let them break forth. Let them come forth mightily. Let them break out, oh God. Let it be well with them, Lord. Let it be well with them, oh God. Let it be well with them, oh God. Let them be like watered gardens, Lord. Watered gardens, Lord. Flourishing, budding, Lord. Budding, growing, increasing, oh God. Let that be their portion, oh God. Let that be their portion, oh God. Let this congregation be a blessed congregation. Save us from evil, Lord. Save us from disaster, Lord. Save us from hurt and pain, oh God. Save us, heal us from mistakes we have made, oh God. Lord, strengthen us, oh God. Strengthen us in hope. Strengthen us in faith. Strengthen us in obedience, Lord. Make us obedient children, Lord. Obedient children, Lord. Obedient children, oh God. Let us be obedient, Lord. That it may be well with us, Lord. Hey, Lord. I release the blessings of a shepherd upon these wonderful children. Upon these wonderful children. Let their story be good, Lord. Let their story be sweet, Lord. Let their story be pleasant, Lord. Let their testimony be great, oh God. Let them do well, Lord. Let them do well, Lord. Let them do well, Lord. They that lack wisdom. Father, please give them wisdom. They that lack understanding. My Lord and my God, please give them understanding. They that lack knowledge. My Lord and my God, stir up a hunger in them. Stir up a hunger in them, Lord. To know, Lord. To know, Lord. To know, Lord. To know you, O God. To know your ways, O God. Let it be their portion, O God. Let it be their portion, Lord. Cause them, O God, to lie in green pastures. In the academic work, may they find green pastures. In their relationships, may they find green pastures. In their marriages, may they find green pastures. In their finances, may they find green pastures. And Lord, above all, 
in the ministry in the work of the ministry may they find green pastures lord to settle in and to prosper in the ministry lord cause them to prosper in the work of the lord and in the ministry lord let them become what eyes have not seen and ears have not heard neither has it entered into the heart of man lord let them become that lord let them become your prophecy let them become your promise let them become your word let them become the blessings of your word lord let them become it oh god it shall be well with you it shall be well with you it shall be well with you you shall walk on the ways of righteousness the paths of righteousness shall you stay on the paths of righteousness shall you stay on i curse you by the holy spirit that you shall stay on the paths of righteousness for his name's sake he shall preserve you and he shall keep you thank you lord for your blessing thank you lord for your blessing that your people shall lack neither food nor water they shall be blessed in all their ways they shall be blessed in all their ways they shall be blessed in all their ways let it be well with them oh god in the name of jesus i pray and the saints of god said amen, amen. a better amen. amen now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed i want to pray for you if you're here somebody invited you to church or you've been coming to church but deep in your heart you feel far from god and this afternoon you want to say that pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. I am a sinner. I don't know God. I don't have a relationship with him. Today I want to pray with you. You will have a relationship with him. You will be God's favorite child. You will have a new life and a new blessing. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. If you are here like that, Say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand as an indication that, yes, I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see the hand there. You also want to join in. Someone invited you or you've been coming, but deep in your heart, you know you have no relationship with God. And today, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to serve God. Please, just lift up your right hand, wherever you are, wherever you are, lift up high. Lift up high so I can see you. I just need to see you. God bless you. I can see the hand there. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. Today is my day. I need Jesus in my life. I want Jesus in my life. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another day. Today is that day. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. And then maybe you didn't lift up your hand. But you want to give your life to Jesus. Come as well. Join us. Come. Come. Come from wherever you are. Come. Come. I'm waiting for you. Yes, Lord. I'm waiting for you. Lift up your hand. Come. Yes, Lord, just as I am. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was 
Jesus. Let us pray. Bow your heads with me, everybody. Let's pray. Those of you in the front, say this prayer with me. And church, help us as we pray. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father. Say it loud, confidently, boldly. Say, Heavenly Father. I come to you today. Just as I am. I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Of all my sins. Of all my ways. Say, Heavenly Father, please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Say, I believe that Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, thank you, Father for accepting me today and making me a child of yours. Say from today, from today, I will serve you. I will serve you. I will no longer serve Satan. I will no longer obey Satan. I am born again. I am saved. I am bought by the blood of Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Say thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Your amens are weak. Wow. God bless you. We have these books for you to read. It's for you. Read it and become a strong Christian. God bless you. Thank you for coming to Jesus today. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. God bless you. Before you take your seats, you want to receive communion. We're going to have communion every Sunday now. A blessing shall be deposited in your life. You, you know my favorite passage for communion? He that eateth my body and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. You are about to make another deposit of Christ in you. Christ in you. Sicknesses shall disappear. Diseases shall disappear. Confusion shall disappear. Madness shall come nowhere near you. Because Christ dwelleth in you and you in him. It's your season of blessing. It's your season of blessing. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. If this is your story, if this is your image, will you not like to eat his flesh every day and drink his blood every day? Oh, sicknesses are being ushered out. Problems are being ushered out. Disturbances are being ushered out because Jesus is being ushered in. We are ushering Jesus into our lives. Into our lives. And he's coming to stay. He's coming to stay. Brothers, sisters, Brothers, sisters, we are one And our lives are just begun In the spirit we are young And we'll live forever 
Father, we thank you for this hour of miracles and hour of blessings. Let the impossible be made possible. Let there be a supernatural change and effect in our lives, oh God. What we have not been able to do naturally, take over, Lord. Take over, Lord. Take over, oh God. Thank you, Father, that you reign and you drive and you move in us and in our lives. Father, every bread, every wafer, every drink, every wine is blessed and declared your body and your blood that was shed for us. As we eat it, Lord, we eat your body. As we drink it, we drink your blood. We make another deposit of your power and your being into us, Lord. Let every table of wickedness be overturned. Let every arrangement of the enemy be confused and dissolved. Let every intention of wickedness against our lives be taken away in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of success. Another year has begun. Another term has begun another academic year has begun. Father, it shall be victorious because Jesus was victorious. It shall be successful because Jesus was successful. In us is success and we shall live successful lives. I declare, Lord, let every devil in relationships and marriages be transferred out of our homes, Lord. Out of our homes, Lord. Out of our lives, oh God. In Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you for peace that comes upon us. In Jesus' name. That night when Jesus took bread, he broke it. And he said, this is my body which is broken for you. Take it and eat it. 
the body of Christ, the body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. He also took the cup and he said, this is my blood in the New Testament which is shed for the remission of the sins of many. Drink ye all of it for as often as you do this, you do show my death which is your victory, your healing, your salvation and your deliverance. Today you are showing the victory Christ won on the cross for you. He dwelleth in you and you in him drink all of it on a hill far away on a hill far away thank you jesus stood and receive your blessing of healing and of peace and of strength suffering and shame Strength is coming into your body. And I love Strength is coming into your soul. Strength is coming into your spirit. You are becoming strong. You are becoming strong. Jesus was strong. You are becoming strong. Yes, Lord. So Father, we thank you for the sweet victory that you won for us on Calvary's cross. Thank you for today. Thank you for today. The more victories are being won in our lives. More victories are being established in our lives today. Thank you, Lord. We say thank you for what you have done yet again for us through the communion. We thank you for the blessing 
that has been deposited in our lives today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the strength. Thank you for the courage. Thank you for the clearness of mind. Clearness of mind that you have given to us today. In Jesus' name I pray. And the saints of God said their best. Amen. Amen.